Good evening, podcast listeners and sports fans. This is Kyle Dirksen on the Great Plains Sports Podcast. And today we are going to talk about the World Cup, which ended in the middle of December. It was played in Qatar. The U.S. did show some success and did get out of the group play. We had a all-time winner in Messi for Argentina. Ronaldo switched countries for what he's playing professionally, and Sporting Kansas City is looking for a big name to add to their team. So, let's begin with a roundup of the World Cup. So, this year was in Qatar, and it was played in the winter due to temperatures in the summer in that region reaching over 120 degrees. During the winter, though, the average temperature was in the low 80s. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 groups of 4, making up 32 teams that made the World Cup. In North America, we had Canada and Mexico, Costa Rica, the United States, and then lastly, who snuck in in the play-in, we had those were Costa Rica, excuse me, Croatia got in, and Belgium. Unfortunately, those were the two teams that ended up being in Canada's group, causing the Canadians to not make it past the group stage. In with Mexico, they finished third in their group, not qualifying as well. And Costa Rica ended up finishing towards the bottom of their group in fourth and not qualifying either. So, looking at the United States, they are the only team that advanced in getting second. Their group consisted of England, Iran, and Wales, with Wales tying the U.S., Iran being the one win for the Americans, and England was also a tie, which was a huge point for the Americans. The Americans finished with five points, giving them a two-point lead over Iran and moving on to the round of 16. Reminder, in soccer, if you win a match, that's three points. If you tie, that's one for both teams. And if you lose, that is no points. In all the groups, the teams that moved on were the Netherlands, Senegal, England, United States, Argentina, and Poland, France and Australia, Japan and Spain, Morocco and Croatia, Brazil and Switzerland, and Portugal and South Korea. A correction from what I said a little bit ago, the two teams in 
Croatia and Belgium made it on their own. The tiebreaker game ended up being Costa Rica, who got in on the playoff with Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. making it on their own accord. So, moving on to that bracket, it started with a Netherlands-U.S. match and a 3-1 Netherlands win. Then, Argentina and Messi took down Australia, who was a nice surprise making it into the round of 16. We had the wonderful story of Croatia in the 2018 World Cup beating Japan 3-1 on penalty kicks. Then, at the halfway mark of the round of 16, Brazil crushed South Korea, led by... Carlson, Rich Arlson, excuse me, that plays for our Tottenham Hotspur, and Neymar. England took care of Senegal 3-0. France beat Poland 3-1. Morocco knocked off Spain 3-0 in penalty kicks. And Portugal had the biggest win 6-1 over Switzerland. So Messi and Ronaldo and Neymar and our Harry Kane moved on. In the quarterfinals, penalty kicks were definitely on the far side with Argentina tying Netherlands 2-2 with winning in penalties 4-3 with Messi, of course, making his penalty kick. Then we had Croatia beating Brazil in a crazy finish 4-2 in penalty kicks, knocking out Neymar. And then France and Mbappe beating England as Harry Kane had a late-in-the-game penalty kick hit off the crossbar. And then finally, Morocco, the African country left, beat Portugal 1-0, knocking out Ronaldo. Then in the semifinals, Argentina cruised to a 3-0 win over Croatia, and France beat Morocco 2-0. The third place game finished 2-1 Croatia and Argentina and France tied 3-3 after multiple runs of a five-minute period where there were multiple shots hit off crossbars, keeping the game 3-3, playing 120 minutes, and finishing with a 4-2 penalty kick win for Argentina, giving Messi that final trophy that he did not have and a World Cup victory. So, even though Argentina won and our United States men did not, the United States certainly did show a lot of fight and a lot of hope for the future. This squad is littered with young pups. The goalie, starting goalie Matt Turner, is only 28. On the offensive and defensive side for outfield players, Sergino Dest is 22. Walker Zimmerman is one of the elder men in 29. Robinson, 25. Carter Vickers, 25. Scully, 20. Tyler Adams, the captain, is 23 years old. Gino Reyna is only 20 years old as well. 
Weston McKinney, who has been rumored to possibly be a Tottenham Hotspur signing moving forward, is 24. And Christian Pulisic, 24 as well. Brennan Aronson, who brought in a lot of energy, did not start, but came off the bench and gave quality minutes, is only 22. Acosta, 27. Jordan Morris, 28. Haji Wright, who scored in the round of 16, is 28. Excuse me, 24. And Timothy Weah is 22 as well. He has a father who is the president of an African country, yet he still chose America as his team. And to round out the roster, Josh Sargent is 22 as well. Those names have scored goals for the U.S. and have given them quality minutes and people who, if you are a soccer follower, certainly have heard of in the past. Argentina, like we said, ended up winning the World Cup. This was Argentina's first World Cup since Messi's been around, and the party was rocking. If you can imagine and remember the when the Royals won the World Series and how downtown Kansas City was, take that times about 10, and that's what you had. They had over 2 million people in downtown at, at the Capitol celebrating their accomplishment. Another surprise in the world of soccer was Cristiano Ronaldo changing to the Saudi Arabian League. This is certainly a little controversial, as he is certainly someone that has been at the top of the game in England and in Italy. Cristiano joins Al-Nassau FC. He will wear the number seven. And you spell that A-L-N-A-S-S-R-F-C. They're a club that formed in 1955 and are one of the more successful clubs in Saudi Arabian pro history. Ronaldo also played nine years in for Real Madrid before moving to Juventus, back to Manchester United, and now for Al Nasser. The man is certainly famous on and off the field. He will definitely bring more fans, more attention, and certainly more TV cameras to Saudi Arabia, which is most likely great for growing the game. Now, with him brought a little bit of Kansas City surprise as Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs, who is a vested partner and owner of Sporting Kansas City, came out and said that he had talked to Ronaldo and had they had had a conversation about him coming to the United States and to Sporting KC. It was found out that Sporting Kansas City has his discovery rights, which means they have the first right to sign Ronaldo before any other team in the United States. That is, for Messi, their team is Inter-Miami, who is ran by David Beckham. 
Sporting Kansas City did have a free designated player spot open. And in the, the MLS, Major League Soccer for United States, a designated player does not count against the salary cap in soccer. So that allows you to sign a player for whatever amount of money that your organization and owners can afford in order to improve your team and not go against your salary cap. It also was rumored that he would have had extremely great NIL deals and would have been the face of soccer in Kansas City and in Kansas as well. But in the end, the money was too good to be passed up in Saudi Arabia as he signed for over $75 million a year plus endorsements and other contracts that he is a part of. Soccer is definitely growing in this part of the world. The United States is hosting a joint World Cup in 2026 with Mexico and Canada. With that, it is exciting news that Arrowhead Stadium will be one of the hosts for the World Cup. This is extremely exciting and something that will bring a lot of attention to this part of the area. Every time the U.S. played this year, they showed downtown Kansas City in the light in the Power and Light District with fans packed to the brim cheering on USA at all times of the day. Soccer will continue to be big, as you know, as Sporting Kansas City has had significant success, including making the playoffs this year and winning in t the entire U.S. Championship in 2013. By the time the World Cup comes back in 2026, the U.S. will have majority of their players in their absolute prime. They did have yet another U.S. player join the English Premier League and have a couple more that possibly have been rumored to be signed from the MLS to European clubs within the next year. As you know, soccer has always been that tier four or tier five sport in the United States. But as popularity continues to grow, they hope that if USA can continue to have success and maybe, just maybe, make a deep run into the World Cup moving forward, as there continues to be rumors of a different setup in terms of tournament, they are going to have more teams at the next tournament. That number is being confirmed in the next year or two. But with that said, we hope to be still here talking about our United States men's team moving further than the round of 16 next World Cup. And to round it out, we sure hope that you've had a great day in Great Plains, USA. And thank you very much for listening to the Great Plains Sports Podcast. <laughs>